Hey everybody, this is Ed from the Whiskey Tangent Podcast. I'm here with Scott. Hey everybody. It's the time for another one of our infamous quick tastes. Mm. We have something very, very special for mm. you here. We went out and we found a little rare release by our friends over at Beam Some Tory. Mm. Booker No's grandson, Freddie No, eighth generation of connoisseurs of whiskey, came out with a very special blend. Now, me and Scott have been getting into blends recently as far as different distilleries that are perpetuating that, such as Jefferson Distillery yeah. yes. and High West yes. are two that we've mentioned that love to blend stuff together. And of course, we did a quick taste of a Blood Oath many, many months ago. So today, we have a very special expression that we're so excited to try because it, it's really steeped in our origins of our whiskey lives. It is. Scott's going to tell you all about it. Yeah. So this is Little Book Chapter 3, The Road Home. Ah, whiskey short. And as Ed said, it is blended by the great, great, great grandson of Jim Beam. So we did a Booker's Quick Taste back in November, and Fred Booker No was the grandson of Jim Beam. This is Fred Booker No's grandson. So the reason why Ed mentioned the fact that this has origins in our origin story, it's a blend of the four whiskeys that Booker No introduced in, was it 92? Correct. And that's Basil Hayden, Knob Creek, Booker's, and Baker's. And we've never had Baker's before. We still have not had Baker's. Not had Baker's. Uh, but we're about to have some. Right, because Baker's is, is part of this. And like Woodford Reserve, I always say was my origin bourbon, but the small batch family of Beam Suntory were ones that really helped launch me into uh, loving whiskey like I do. Launched a lot of people. So tell us, what did Booker No's crazy grandson do? <laughs> yeah, so uh, this guy's only like 31 years old. God, I want to be Booker No's grandson. I know, wouldn't it be great? So what he wrote on the website, he says, this batch pays tribute to my grandfather as the name Little Book is actually the childhood nickname that he gave me. And so I thought after having a couple of chapters under my belt, because he's done two before this, that it would be a great time to pay honor to him and blend some of the liquids that he gave to the bourbon industry. The four liquids that I chose to go into this batch of Little Book are from the original small batch collection that my grandfather created. It's a blend of four barrel strength whiskeys, a nine-year-old 123 proof Basil Hayden's, a nine-year-old 117.4 proof Knob Creek, an 11-year-old 129.2 proof Booker's, and a 12-year-old 126.6 proof Baker's. Now, it's called The Road Home because it references the road that he traveled to and from on a regular basis, the same road that his grandfather traveled back when he used to work at the distillery. And he says, I tinkered a lot with different recipes, 57 of them to be exact, before finding what I was looking for. The 51st of the 57 I tried. I've done a lot of research projects in my life, Scott. I would love to have been part of that team. 57 that, of that them? That said, hey, Freddie, yeah. I got to tell you, Freddie, 51. Yeah. Looking strong, bro. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> uh, he ends this with, uh, but I thought if somebody's going to play with the liquids that my grandfather developed, they'd better produce a damned good blend. And I think we'll be the judge of that. Right. So, bitch, we spilled it. You got the overall <laughs> mesh, uh, proof, rather? Yeah. Second one? Yeah, the overall proof is 122.6, and the mash bill that right. we came up with... Right, wait, there's a little story to the mash bill. So yes. The mash bill, three of the products have the exact same mash bill. Right, right? Booker's, Baker's, and Knob Creek. And Basil Hayden is a little different. So, yeah. Scott, what's the uh, Booker's? So, Booker's, Baker's, and Knob Creek have 77% corn, 13% rye, and 10% barley. Right, now Basil Hayden is 63% corn, 27% rye, and 10% barley. Yeah. Now, because we just can't not be us, we had to try to figure out what the blending of these four were 
Nerds. And so we looked at the <laughs> the mash bill being 122.6. <laughs> and then we looked at what each was with Basil Hayden being 123, Booker's 129.2, and then Baker's 126.6. We realized that only Knob Creek was available to pull it down below 123. Right. We had spreadsheets and everything. And we yeah. kind of figured out the basic proportion of the four whiskeys. And we came up with the final mash bill of the little book that is not published anywhere. No. We just sort of approximated. I guarantee it. you this is close. We came up with 74% corn, 16% rye, and of course 10% barley because that stayed the same. Yeah. We figured out 40% yeah. Knob Creek, 60% would be the other ones were like 20, 20, and 20. About, yeah. Roughly. I mean, we know it's not exact, but it's darn close. Well, you know, I can't get Freddie No on the phone right now <laughs> or his son. Um, whichever Freddie No it is, I'm confused. Uh, there's, yeah, there's three of them. So Fred Booker No, he was a grandfather. He died in 2004. Then his son was also named Fred. Fred. Right. And he's the one who took over the Bookers. Uh, right. He puts out the Bookers expression, right? He's in and charge this, of that. This is Freddie No, the grandson. He's right. actually Freddie No the fourth to make it even more confusing. <laughs> right. right. And I mean, once again, great family. And he just had a son this year. So maybe. Oh, did he name him Freddie? I don't know. But 30 years from now, he I mean, better have. he might be making, you know, I don't see how I'm going to be around in 30 years to enjoy it, but maybe. Maybe someone listening right now will be alive in 30 years to see what Freddie Knows' child has created. Right. Okay. I think we have to taste it. Now. All right. We're going to taste it. First, yeah. we're going to do neat. Smell. Mm. What, what are you getting? Anything? Yeah. It's sweet. It's really come. It's, I can't really put my. Yeah. I'm not getting anything in particular. Mm. It's It smells strong. Maybe a little caramel. I mean, I'm getting the vanilla caramel, the stuff that you normally get. Oh, wow. That's really interesting. Mm. It's a dense conglomeration of flavors. Holy crap. Oh, wow. This is so intense. The flavor of this, I actually need some water right now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, give me a couple drops in there. That's really strong. Yeah. But yet, smooth. I mean, <laughs> is, yeah. it, is it not smooth? Yeah, for 122. It's, oh, my God. It's crazy smooth. We often talk about here how I feel like a good whiskey finishes long. Uh, this finish is still finishing. As I'm talking to you, it's still in there. <laughs> yeah, it's going to go until this actually episode releases. Wow. This is one of the best things I've ever drank. I keep Do you drinking agree with that. It, it's terrific. I keep drinking too much of it. Yeah, because it's seriously high proof. So good. So I'm putting more water in it. Oh, <laughs> just dumped it on my leg. I'm swirling it around trying to mix it up. This is how strong it is. I'm already drunk. It's so excited. He's just like slashing, wasting it. I'm so excited. I splashed your leg. And talk. <laughs> We should actually talk about the fact that we actually picked this up around the holidays. It doesn't last long. You know, here we are in February. I don't know that you're going to be able to find it anywhere. But if you do, I would definitely grab it. I mean, it was an uptick for us, no doubt. But at 125, when you figure a regular Booker's is around 85 anyway, Mm -hmm. he's not putting the screws to you. I saw one that I wanted to try. It was like a 15-year, but it was like $225. I, I just can't do that because I could get this and a bottle of uh, Willet Rye and, and the pot still. Yeah. Also, I think you made the point when we did the Booker's, it's such high proof. You don't need a lot of you it. You don't need a lot of this. You know, you put three ounces of this on a globe and you sit down and... It- <laughs> If you get another one of them, your whole night has taken a sharp right turn to a happy land. Yeah, I mean, you compare it to Basil Hayden, which is proof down to like 80. Right. And this is 122. I mean, that's like an extra half a drink. I think that's what we're sensing. Like sometimes when you get something you drink a lot of and you taste it in its barrel strength form, it's it kind of foreign to you and you don't really like it. But I'm tasting all familiar flavors here. I taste a lot of the Knob Creek in this. And I think our supposition that there is 40% Knob Creek in here is borne out by the taste of it. I'm tasting a lot of different levels. I'm tasting the Knob Creek 
Mm-hmm. But then I'm definitely tasting the Basil Hayden. Like, mm-hmm. I am getting a strong Basil Hayden. And then I feel like the finish is Booker's. Now, I know Baker's is, is in there somewhere. And Baker's, it's hard for me to recognize you because yeah. I don't know what is the battle strength of the ones I like and what's yours. And I promise you we're going to have, um, because Baker's just decided to go, what, to a barrel proof or something? or a- Yeah, I did see that. It's a uh, single barrel. It's almost like Beam Satori is like, hey, stop disrespecting bakers, everybody. Right. We're going to make it special because it's special. And it's like, you need to stop disrespecting this. So what are you tasting in this? Can you identify any particular what, flavors? What's funny is I'm tasting all of the other whiskeys we're talking about. Right. So that's getting in the way of me tasting I know. You know, individual tasting notes. It's kind of funny. <laughs> I it's agree. Like, like, I'm like, oh, well, there's Basil Hayden and there mm-hmm. is definitely Booker's Finish. The vanilla right. and the caramel. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and, and, and there's some spice going. There's a little. Some, I was just about to some say. Some of the that. Basil Hayden, the, the higher rye, I'm tasting. Uh, absolutely. It. I taste a little bit more than what we determined, which is a 74% corn heavy mash bill. I'm tasting a little bit more peppery than spice of that, but, you know, it might be the alcohol. I mean, we get confused on that sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes it's hard to determine where the spice is coming from, either from the rye or from the wood or from the alcohol flavor right okay so from their website the aroma they simply have caramel smoky barrel char sweet baking spices and vanilla on the taste they only have vanilla char okay they have dried apricot okay that's different with lingering oak and the finish is lingering warm and sweet layered with tones of oak that's absolutely what it is absolutely it's traditional bourbon presentation done to perfection yeah, so from Flaviar.com, I chose this at random from a Google search, <laughs> uh, just to give uh, a difference from what the website said. So on the nose, they have the aroma is thick and rich with notes of warm caramel, dried apricots. Wow. Oh, they say cranberries and pumpkin spice espresso. Uh, there's I mean, no pumpkin spice in this. No, that's a smell. I'm going to smell it right now. Yeah, smell it. See if you smell that. Not just pumpkin spice, but pumpkin spice espresso. So that means there has to be a coffee element to this. Yeah. I I don't smell that at all. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to put that sound effect in there. The flavor, they say, this gorgeous dram has a great body and mouthfeel, caressing the palate with notes of stewed pears. Honestly, I don't think I've ever had a stewed pear. Uh, English toffee. I don't know. I don't know the difference between English toffee and other toffee. Is that like a Heath bar? Hot oak, whatever that is. I got your hot oak right here, ladies. Yeah, damn. <laughs> and uh, toasted spice cake. Um, I mean, I guess. Anyway, the finish is like adult candy. Not too sweet, warm, and comforting. 9.6 out of 10. I don't know what this guy wants the 10 to be. <laughs> I guess nobody gets the 10, which is okay. If that's how you are, there's always room for improvement. I don't know what they could have done to make this better than what they tried to do, which is take four great bow-proof expressions, they blended them together, and they made exactly what they wanted to. I mean, he tried 57 times, and this was the 51st out of the 57. Right. That's a lot of trial and error to get to this, which if they tried 57 of them, I don't think they were going to get something better on the 58th. Right. Now, talk about his other ones. His first two chapters are completely different. Yeah. So the first one was called The Easy, a blend of four, a four-year-old bourbon, a 13-year-old true corn whiskey, a six-year-old 100% malt whiskey, and a six-year-old high rye bourbon. Chapter two is called No, N-O-E, Simple Task, and it's a blend of a 40-year-old Canadian whiskey and a 13-year-old Kentucky straight rye whiskey. I want to know what this 40-year-old Canadian whiskey is. 40? That's very, very bizarre. That's crazy. And once again, we don't know the blending process. No, we don't know that. I mean, I could have ordered them online, too, and I'm like, uh, they're not speaking to me. <laughs> they, no, they didn't speak to me. The little book, note, Chapter 3, spoke to me because this is something that I love. All the products except Baker's, but I swear we're going to try it. <laughs> 
We just haven't gotten around to it. We just haven't. Wait, wait. We just drank 20%. Right. So I had a cool idea. I want to compare this to the Booker's. Right. So I got some Glencairns out, so let's try that. Yeah. So uh, this is uh, grandson versus grandfather and his dad, because his father actually created this expression. And we should mention that the little book comes in a similar package. It's the exact same box, except it's stained black. Same bottle, too. The wax top. Mm-hmm. The uh, seal is a little different. There's a little book seal on the bottom. The label is sort of uh, askew, but you can definitely tell it comes from the same company. Oh, yeah. We have a tiny little bit left of the Booker's, and I can't think of a better way to finish it off. We've actually been milking this since September, and here it is, February, and we're finally finishing it. Nice. This is the Booker's Verse Little Book. Mmm. Mmm. All right, so that's interesting because I'm actually picking up what I taste from the Booker's in the Little Book. It's less of a traditional bourbon flavor that the Little Book has that the this particular Booker's does not. This particular Booker's has a lot of like peanut brittle and stuff in it. Um, yeah, but, but take a sip of the Little Book. Yeah, I mean, which God, do you like better? I think I like the Little Book a little better because it's just there's a transition of flavors going on that ends with the Booker. Mm-hmm. The other one is just Booker. So for me, they are so close. God, I wish I could do this all day. I swear to God, let's go <laughs> back and forth. Let's get like a Knob Creek cast or anything. Just go, <laughs> let's go back and forth with all of them. Uh, yeah, I can't even call this. They're different and they're both outstanding. Why can't they just be that? Why can't we? They, they absolutely can. They, everyone gets a medal. Everyone wins. Right. Everybody it's, wins. It's a millennial especially, whiskey taste. Especially Scott and I. We both have won. And here's the thing. Scott goes, look what I found. I clicked on it and bought it <laughs> in like four minutes. Right. right? I sent him the picture. And then he texts me back a half an hour later. He's like, I bought it. With the picture of the receipt. And <laughs> here's the thing. I went next door to my friend who I work with. I'm like, yo, you should buy this. He clicked on the same website I just bought it from two hours earlier. Mm-hmm. Sold out. Oh. Sold out. Wow. Now, while we're talking about that, there's a uh, liquor store in Cherry Hill called Banash. Doug, the manager of their whiskey department. And he has he had three of the little books. So I got my friend to come up there and get it from him. So he got it. Oh, good. So if you're in the Cherry Hill area, if you're looking for a honey hole, which is a liquor store that has unbelievable things on stock. Oh, no- you learn something from your quiz key. That's right. <laughs> First of all, they have an amazing selection on the shelves. And the shelves... <laughs> just like six deep bottles just thrown against the shelf. So like no organization. No, just- you have $100 bottles in Benashes that, that are like at an angle because they can't get shelves to like sit straight. Jesus. But every time I turn a corner, there's another end display of whiskey. <laughs> and, I, and I look and I look and look and then the guy goes, oh, yeah, yeah, but the real good stuff's with me, like in his back room. Like the little books were on the shelf. Uh-oh. Took with, you to his back room? Yeah, I bought the, listen, <laughs> he can molest me if he's going to give me the stuff he's giving me. He's like, hey, I just got Willett Family State Ryan. I'm like, oh. you the fuck you did. <laughs> like give me one of them and we wanted to get a hill rock for our hill rock episode that you all heard he's like oh i got a hill rock so he gave me the hill rock and then he's like oh well wait there's a sagamore double oak hard to find in our area up in jersey like got that so if you're in the cherry hill area and you're a whiskey guy like me and you're looking for that stuff you know then stuff that everyone else doesn't have and you got to order online and take a shot go to Manash, ask for doug and he'll set you up Ed called me and said, I have six bottles of whiskey in my trunk. Can I come over and just put it in your apartment? <laughs> yeah. He's like, what have you done? <laughs> what have you done this time? I'm able to do some extra overtime sometimes. And I make some extra money. So I said, look, I made extra money. I bought whiskey. He's like, do you have your savings? There's like savings accounts where you could put money into and have it later. I'm like, 
Yeah, I, don't, I, I worked extra just to get the whiskey. That's <laughs> And I bought like $400 in whiskey. I don't think what the problem is. What are all these glasses here? There's so many. Um, this would be your Booker's. That's my Booker's. And we're out of Booker's, so I need a little. Okay. This is the little book. It's and a neat glass. And this was on ice, but it melted. Oh, let me try that. Yeah, so we're going to try the uh, little book on what was the rocks, but now they've kind of melted. Uh, melted. But, but you know what? 122, it's going to stand up. By the way, this has become an episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Wow. That's really good. We might have to change the introduction to an episode. No, no. You know me. I know. I'm just We're only at a half an hour, which means it'll be 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I've been looking forward to doing this ever since we got this a couple months ago, and I was not disappointed. No. If you can find it, buy it. It's one of a kind and it's spectacular. I want to thank Freddie No, the fourth. Yes. Um, for his that is effort to go through those. What, what, I mean, he's not a coal miner, mind you, going through the 57 <laughs> different whiskey batches that it must have been amazing to go through. But to go through the effort, thank you, Freddie No. Thank you, Fred No. And of course, thank you, Booker No, for being the inspiration for all this. All right. I think that sums it all up. I don't think we could do anything more, but I still no. have about three fingers left of the. Of I, the I have like four glasses filled. I don't know what's happening I know. right now. I'm going to drink them all. Peace. Have a great night, everyone. 